Hello, I'm Justin Harper, the editor of Campaign Middle East. Welcome to our podcast. Okay, let's get started. So today I'm joined by Rasha Elgasani. She has over 18 years of experience and is the head of industry, luxury, travel and tech at Snap Inc. in the MENA region. She is currently one of three business leads working together with the country lead in setting the company's strategy for the UAE to drive continued business development and growth. Passionate about driving business success on Snapchat, Russia works closely with partners on their annual media strategies and measurement frameworks supporting their plans with valuable data and insights. Okay, so thank you for joining me, Russia. Thank you so much for having me. Brilliant. Okay, so before we deep dive into this topic, could you please tell us a little bit about yourself? Absolutely. So I started my career in advertising back at, in 2003, I moved to Dubai in 2005. In 2017, I moved careers and started with Snap Inc. So moved completely to tech. My role is really throughout is uh, working closely with brands to design strategies where they can build uh, meaningful connections with their audience and drive business results. So that's it from a career perspective. On a personal level, I'm a competitive wake surfer. So on the weekends, you'll always find me on the water. Wow, wake, uh, wake boying, that sounds uh, very cool and we're in the right country for that, so that sounds pretty good. So Snap is also a cool brand, so that's why we're happy to be talking to you. And it's also doing very well in the region, in the GCC region. So can you tell us more about that and, and what's working for you here in the region? Yeah, I think if we take a step back and before we get into the region, it's very important to talk about our mission as a company, which is really about enhancing relationships with friends, family, and the world. And if we think about it from a cultural perspective, these are the things that our uh, people value the most in this, in, in this region. And as such, uh, Snap is basically a platform that allows them to communicate and deepen their connections uh, with each other and with the world around them. So we're designed differently than other platforms. And this is why people are happy when they're using uh, our app. We're designed differently uh, in terms of you know, being private by, by design. Uh, we're a, a positive and safe environment. So if you think about, for example, our content, it's pre-moderated. We only work with established publishers and broadcasters uh, and media partners. So we bring really the best content and the safest content to our users. Yeah, excellent. And I think the, the figures which you're going to come on to will speak for themselves as in usage. So, so where in the GCC do you see the most engagement? Well, I think it's no surprise to say that it's Saudi Arabia, where we have around 20 million uh, monthly active users. And uh, looking at their demographics, which is quite surprising to some, uh, we tend to uh, age older versus other markets. 90% of our uh, audience in Saudi is between the ages of 13 to 34. But my personal best is that these are not only your Gen Z and millennial generation. In fact, 71% of parents in Saudi Arabia are using Snapchat. Well, there's some huge figures. 90% is, is remarkable in, in, in Saudi. And I guess it's a very young population there as well. Now, if we can talk moving on there about an article you published earlier, which is about brands. 
and what they should do uh, top of mind to win in this ever-changing market. Now, from that article, can you just remind us of some of the insights, Rasha? Well, thank you for bringing this up, uh, to be honest. So over the past few months, uh, I've been collaborating a lot with brands across the region, across tech, luxury, and uh, travel to really start uh, advising and, and working on strategies uh, with, uh, with our partners to help them navigate better the evolving media, media landscape. And what became really obvious that uh, the relationship between the audiences, creativity and technology, and in particular data and privacy is evolving very fast. And as such brands need to be, uh, need to react and take action now. So uh, going back to the article, I, I believe there are really like four important things for, for brands to sharpen their competitive edge uh, this year. One is really understanding the value of Gen Z uh, and what matters to them and how they can connect with them. Uh, as well, uh, really capitalizing on the potential of augmented reality when it comes to uh, not only commerce, but way more than that. Uh, and as well, uh, really, if you think about uh, the role of brands in empowering and driving inclusion in, in society and shaping culture, uh, I believe stereotyping consumer profiles is going to be really key for them to start winning new audiences. And the last thing, you know, all brands are looking uh, to, to drive success and measure their, their ROI. So measurement is going to be uh, very important in uh, uh, this year. Yeah, no, no, absolutely. So there's a lot, lot to digest there. So just going back to the, the first point, uh, Gen Z, uh, if we can take a, a deep dive into that, since that's clearly working for Snap, uh, that, that strong generation. So every brand has been taking an effort to get to know them well. So what differentiates Gen Z from the others, in your opinion? Such a great, a great question. Uh, there are two, two uh, parts for why uh, Gen Z is important to, to brands. The first one is really their high discretionary spending power. Imagine in MENA, their discretionary uh, spending power is over $425 billion. So it is definitely a very big opportunity for brands to drive, to drive business. But what's also more important than this is how can brands do it? And what differentiates Gen Z from other generations is how much they, um, they have values when it comes to being real and strength, staying really true to themselves and really expressing their most authentic uh, self. So if you think about it, they uh, want to uh, uh, create connections or develop connections with brands who's able to understand these values and align on them. No, excellent. So, yeah, I mean, they're definitely a unique generation. Um, You've mentioned clearly what's changing with Gen Z. So for brands and marketers, how can they engage better with, with this very important generation? Yeah. So, again, like I said, this, this generation really likes to uh, express themselves. So providing them with more experiential uh, uh, ways to do that be it through uh, augmented reality and you know, giving them uh, more unique experiences where they can uh, discover products, to try on products, and as well uh, you know, conduct purchases from the convenience of wherever they are. But also uh, the tone of voice in terms of how they come across as brands 
uh, being real, uh, talking about their story. This generation loves uh, storytelling and creativity. So telling the stories of the brands and talking about the brand equities and as well like being transparent when it comes, for example, um, you know, areas like sustainability and what brands are doing about it. We know that this generation really has a lot of interest in preserving the environment. Okay, so that's a great point. Uh, AR, we want to talk a little bit more about that because uh, I know Snap has continuously made efforts to expand its augmented reality advertising solutions. Now, what's the potential you see in, in this space? Really, the potential comes out of the uh, scale that we have uh, in terms of usage of augmented reality. Today, when we look, up, uh, look at it from a global perspective, we have around 250 million users playing and using augmented reality every single day on Snapchat. So if we think about it or look closer to home uh, on it, we recently conducted a research with Deloitte Digital, for example, and the findings were really outstand uh, outstanding. 75% of uh, the people across the globe are expected to be uh, using augmented reality. Uh, and uh, when it comes to Saudi Arabia, almost all of the Gen Z and millennial population will be uh, leveraging AR. And in the UAE, similarly, 65% of the population is expected to be uh, uh, frequent AR users. Well, again, there's some huge... Huge figures in there. Um, um, okay, so given the scale of AR, how are brands using it? So uh, there's a major gap between how consumers are today using augmented reality, where they're re really using it beyond just uh, for having fun and uh, as, a, as a playful uh, format, but as well they use it to, uh, for example, uh, try, on, try on products. And we see that today there's still a big gap between uh, the reality of consumers versus the perceptions of brands around augmented reality. And uh, uh, to be honest, we're starting to see a, a shift in that space. And I'm hoping that this year we're going to see more and, more and more brands like jumping on the, on the bandwagon of augmented reality. In fact, if I give you a couple of examples, Recently, we've done an uh, AR experience with Dior to uh, drive uh, makeup try-ons. So people can try on different shades of lipsticks or eyeshadows or mascara. And this alone managed to drive 4.4 million trials. Imagine that. Well, that's uh, a huge figure. 4.4 million trials is, is immense, to be honest with you. Yeah, absolutely. It, it's really like... It keeps surprising us every time we do these types of uh, try-ons. The amount of engagement that we see from consumers is extremely high. Uh, if we think about, for example, as well, like Ramadan uh, last year and this year, we've created a really unique shopping experiences where we partnered with some of the top brands in the region to bring users a, a very unique uh, augmented reality uh, way of you know, shopping. So this year we created a, a mall made out of nine stores where the user is able from the comfort of their home, you know, walk around the mall, move from one store to another store and experience different products and offerings. For example, from the likes of Unas or American Eagle or even Faces. 
Yeah, I mean that's that's amazing, and there's you know so much excitement around around AR, uh, you know that we've still got to look forward to, it, uh, along with a lot of the great stuff that's happening already. So you've spoke about AR and how it's used within the realm of advertising. And so what are some of the other interesting ways that we can use AR? That's such a great question. It's something really dear to my heart. Uh, if I really strip it down, AR is a white canvas, right? You can uh, create on it and uh, do whatever you want to really express a specific idea or a specific uh, concept. And, uh, you know, at Snapchat, we've really utilized augmented reality to drive, for example, sports activation when it came to the World Cup uh, and Formula One. Uh, we've leveraged AR to really drive uh, creativity and, and culture. For example, we did a lot of partnerships with museums around the world to really bring to life art pieces and create this beautiful augmented reality overlay around them and make them a bit more, you know, bring them to life. But my personal favorite is using AR for good. And what I mean with that is using AR to really highlight social causes and teach people new skills that potentially, you know, could save a life. Imagine an AR augmented uh, experience, an AR experience can uh, teach you how to uh, do CPR in an emergency and really save a life. Another cool one is, you know, to uh, promote inclusivity by teaching people how to communicate using sign language. So these are really like a few things. And the last example that is quite recent for us is around UAE National Day uh, last December, we created an augmented reality experience that really drove uh, the community to help preserve the country's national tree, which is the GAF tree. And this way we were able to drive awareness around, you know, the uh, risks of losing this tree and, you know, how it can help preserve the environment. Yeah, no, I think there's some, you know, that's a, that's a great sort of angle to look at the, the good that can be done for the communities and, and for people in general from AR, from that, from that technology. Now, can we just take a step back and talk about that article you wrote on unstereotyping consumer profiles again? And where, where is this actually coming from? You know, we're seeing uh, over the past uh, several years that uh, it's uh, that social and cultural norms are really evolving and more so in particular when it comes to diversity, equity and inclusion. And uh, we're seeing brands uh, really uh, or the importance of brands in, in playing a role in driving awareness to these important topics. Um, and I believe more brands will need to start taking action towards that uh, by looking at how they uh, uh, you know, target their audience and uh, potentially breaking stereotypes when it comes to gender profiling in particular and more so in, in our region. So I'll give you a couple of examples from, uh, from that space. If we think about the financial services and the automotive industries, Predominantly, these two uh, industries uh, focus on targeting uh, men. But reality is insights really uncovered uh, allowed brands like Visa and Volkswagen to really break the norm and break the bias uh, of stereotypes. Uh, Visa, for instance, created a campaign called, called She's Next where they uh, identify and empower 
female entrepreneurs and provide them with funding so they can flourish their, uh, within the SMB uh, space. And that was based on the insight that 85% of females in the UAE do not get funding. So brands really are taking action and I hope we see more, more of that uh, coming our way. Yeah, and no, I hope you're right there. You know, there's, there's definitely some, you know, some good momentum there. So can we just talk now about uh, measurement? Uh, so what would be the current, with you know, economic pressure that we're seeing? How important with that backdrop is it is measurement to marketeers? I think today measurement is going to be more important than ever, especially with the latest uh, developments when it comes specifically to our digital uh, digital media. You know, with the uh, ATT coming into play, uh, Cookieless World is, is coming in uh, soon, uh, and as well, and understandably so, because privacy uh, today is more important than ever. So with that, it really leaves brands with the opportunity to work with partners like us, and as well with uh, measurement partners and third parties to devise new measurement solutions but at the moment, the scene over here in MENA is still a bit underdeveloped. But we're seeing some brands capitalize on, uh, for example, uh, you know, uh, conversion API integrations, looking at cross-media studies to measure the full funnel impact uh, of, of the media that, that they're running. And uh, yeah, and we've seen this again, brands started to do it uh, over the past couple of years but we're going to see more brands as well uh, looking into, into this space. Yeah, no, brilliant. No, thanks for giving us that sort of local scene, what's happening in MENA. So um, before we sort of, you know, call it a day, there's some very interesting insights there. So could you just summarize this discussion uh, for, our, for our podcast listeners to, uh, with, with the key takeaways, Rasha? Absolutely. So for me, like, three to four main things for, for our listeners to, to take away from today's uh, conversation. The first is around Gen Z and how important uh, this, this generation is, not only for today, but these are going to be the loyal customers of tomorrow. So it's very important for brands to start engaging with them, talking their, talk their language, and as well build relationships uh, uh, with them. Um, the second thing is really about augmented reality. We spoke about it a lot, but it's not the future. <laughs> augmented reality is happening now, and we're seeing some really great success uh, uh, with it across the board, be it when we're talking about commerce or, you know, uh, simply brands looking at being part of a conversation during key moments like Mother's Day, Ramadan, you know, national days and stuff like that. So it's very important to start bridging this gap between the reality of the consumer and how they're using augmented reality versus the perception of brands that this is just a fun, playful, playful format. I uh, just wanted to say that it's such a great quote. The AI is not the future, it's now. Um, sorry, <laughs> carry on. No worries. So, and the last, the last uh, couple of things here is really about, you know, the importance of the role of brands when it comes to driving the diversity, equity, and inclusion agenda and breaking stereotypes, especially when it comes to gender profiling, the way they create their creative, their tone of voice, and as well their targeting uh, strategies. And lastly, measurement. I cannot stress it enough. 
and how important it's for brands today to really look at their media uh, mix and the impact that uh, every single media that they're using when it comes to their uh, return on investment. No, no, that's brilliant. That's a great, great summary for you, uh, for, for the podcast listeners and for myself. It's been a very highly informative conversation. So I just want to thank you, Rashid, for sharing your thoughts with us. Thank you so much for having me. Brilliant. Thank you very much. <laughs>